Welcome everybody to a brand new episode of Wrestling with Stooges. I'm your host, Oscar Rendon, and I'm always joined by the one, the only, Scrooge McDuck himself. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck? Scrooge McDuck. Wait, did I say welcome to Wrestling with Scrooges or Wrestling with Stooges? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We might have to rename this podcast now. We're the Scrooges. At least for the holiday season. Stooge McDuck. <laughs> Wrestling with Scrooges. Oh. Uh, Tim Roth. <laughs> Timmy Tap out. We're both guys, we're both running on E right now. <laughs> I'm I'm on day seven of work. Oh man, me too. Oscar's been running hard too. Day seven, bro. Nothing but work. All I do is work. <laughs> After you leave today, guess what I gotta do? Work. I'm going straight to bed. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> but we got to do this for the people. We do it for you, people. We got to find that one motherfucker who gave us a one star. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You, you did better this. show yourself. Dave? Was it you, Dave? It was Dave. The Meltzer? He caught, he caught wind of what we were saying. And he's like, you know, fuck those guys. Uh, probably not. Who knows? What a kick in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> one star. One star. No, not even like a review of like, you know, like an actual comment of like, what can we improve on? It was just one star. Right. right. Listen, if you're the one who gave us the one star, just the least you could do, just give us a comment. Tell us what we can do better, you know? Yeah. Tell us, you know? Is, is it our laughing? Do we laugh too much? Too many inside jokes? Yeah. You know? Because then we'll do more of it. <laughs> <laughs> At your expense. Exactly. Now that we know there's somebody out there. We're just gonna do more of what we've been doing, um, but uh, we're just gonna stooge it up even more. <laughs> if you thought we weren't stooges before, <laughs> you got another thing coming. <laughs> we're, we're Chris Jericho level stooges now. <laughs> um, but, oh yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, this week in wrestling. First of all, this week has been nonstop CM Punk trolling both AEW and WWE fans. You know, posting a, a a clip from when he played the devil on WWE, teasing that maybe he's under the mask, but also teasing that he's possibly coming back. Right, at, it's, like a, it's like a two and one tease. It's a, it's a two and one tease, bro. It's a it's a titty tease. It's a two tease. <laughs> it's a two tease. <laughs> TTs, TTs, bro. It's TT. <laughs> it's the TTs of the Tatas, you know. Um, and uh, what do you make of it, Tim? I think he's just having having fun. Yeah. I think he's just enjoying all this speculation and people wondering where he's where is he going to end up if he ends up anywhere back in wrestling. I think I think he's just playing into the fact that people want to know. People are begging to know if and when he's going to show back up in the wrestling ring. Yeah. And I think I think this this past week he's um I don't know. When I saw it, I just kind of laughed because I knew, like, man, he's really he's really getting to these people who are um, just reaching and like you still you still see these like pictures and uh, what was the one? It was like uh, they uploaded a YouTube video from 2010 when Miz- it was. Uh, I think it was a match between Randy and uh, Wade Barrett. <clears throat> CM Punk was on commentary, yeah. and the pay-per-view that they were uh, advertising that during that match was Survivor Series. 
That was yeah, I, yeah. yeah, and I remember that now. And uh, what they do, they quickly like took it down or something. I, I think don't, I don't think they quickly took it down. I think it's still up. <clears throat> well, anyway, um, I will say this: that the teases, especially from all that he did this past week on his Instagram stories, like I want to think that uh, it means that he is coming back somewhere. Most likely WWE. The fact that he's playing into it a little more. But who knows? But if he doesn't, I'll be honest. I will be a little disappointed. Yeah, me too. I'll be shocked. Yeah. But we know we know when he's coming back. It's Rumble, baby. It's Rumble. <clears throat> That's why he's trolling because he's like, guess what? I ain't showing up either place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not until not until twenty twenty four. I a, think what a dick move it would be if he didn't just he just didn't come back at all. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think. Uh, I I think. For sure, Rumble. He's coming back, and I think, right, like you said, right now he's just having fun. I think people are people are very are, are speculating so hard on Survivor Series that they forgot that we're the Stooges, bro, and we 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 see into the future. We predict shit. Actually, we don't predict. We give spoilers. We do. We spoil shit. We're like Paul Heyman. Exactly. We're Paul Heyman, and guess what? CM Punk, Rumble. You mark our words, guys. MJF is going to WWE, and CM Punk is returning at the Rumble. <laughs> those are the two promises I can make. He can make one of those promises. The other one, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> but um, but also, uh, and, and this week, out of just randomness, out of the blue, Ronda Rousey showed up at Ring of Honor slash AEW uh, for for the Ring of Honor tapings. And <clears throat> what does this mean? What does this mean to him? Is is Ronda Rousey all elite, or was it a one time thing? She could be all elite eventually. I think for right now, um, from what I've heard, is that it was just a one time thing because she was, you know, she was teaming with her friend Marina Shafir. Yeah, but I could see her officially joining AEW at some point down the line. Um, I guess her career in WWE is done for now yeah. at least for now maybe she's wanting to venture off and do new things with her uh wrestling career um i mean she she did an independent show i think last weekend <clears throat> yeah i think last weekend so it's like i feel like she's starting to you know maybe do the independent circuit a little bit you know testing out the waters see what's out there you know yeah I can see that. Who knows? I think, I think Ronda Rousey gets a lot of crap, especially um, her second run that she had in WWE. Like it wasn't as good as her first, in my opinion. But the fact that she's still wanting to do this, even just going to the Indies, you know, and it's not national television. She's yeah. just doing this on her own, trying to better herself if she even can. I mean, she's a phenomenal athlete, and she's pretty much great at everything she does um i've always enjoyed i always enjoyed watching her in wwe uh we saw her first match at wrestlemania 34 which i still think to this day is probably her best match yeah i don't know if it was just because we were at wrestlemania and just the pop and circumstance but um i don't know i'm looking forward to seeing what she does in the future if she if she joins all elite wrestling that's great i yeah. think the i think the the women's division and that company sh- could use her. Yeah. I feel like 
the one thing that's been lacking in but on both companies is women's is just the booking of the women you know like there hasn't been anything interesting on the women's on either either smackdown or raw and even on uh dynamite and collision there's just not nothing interesting like i don't know i feel like they don't know how to book for these women because i also feel like a lot of these women uh always just want to be in the title picture you know what i'm saying and if you're always in the title picture that's it's just not interesting you know and whereas the men these all these other men they have they just have interesting storylines because you know uh either the character or whatever like it's just i don't know i feel like especially in wwe like if you're not involved with any of the titles if if you're not involved with any of the champions then there really isn't you know a storyline for you you know so <clears throat> i think uh wwe needs to get better at telling stories for the women that aren't just you know title matches and I think AEW just needs to book them better in general. I think, I don't know. I just think they've been, they've been hanging on by, by, by a thread, AEW, with, with Tony, with Tony Storm. And uh, who else? Who else is doing shit in AEW? Uh, I mean, Julia Hart is making her way up there. Yeah. She, she did she, win the uh, TBS, TBS championship, championship full gear last night. So we'll see what we'll see what that leads to, but I, I mean, I, still, uh, like, where the fuck's Britt Baker been? Has she even been on TV at all? I think she's injured, either injured or she took some time off. I don't know which one. She might have <clears> taken <throat> some time off for Adam Cole. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, it's just it's I don't know. It's just been lackluster as far as like the women's division on both on both companies, you know. Yeah, and. Like the only interesting thing uh, by any of the women is Rhea, but it's it's only because she's involved with men's stuff. She's not even involved with her own division. I know. She's just kind of like, oh yeah, fuck the women's division. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna she do. She might it. as well be in the war games match. Exactly. She might. As, she might as well. You know, the men's war games match. Yeah, yeah. She she might as well pull the Thanos and just said, you know, gotta take care of this shit myself. You know, put herself in. But um, I don't know. I, I think. I mean, I mean that's telling. You know, I just realized that it's like it's kind of telling that even the w- women's world champion is kind of like, eh, fuck this division. You know, she's she's it's, it's not even the first thing you think of when you think of Rhea Ripley. It's like you think of the Judgment Day, you think of the feud between Cody and Sammy and stuff. The last thing you're thinking of is the women's division with her. Like you're not like she's. I don't want to say she's transcended that, but she's at a level where. Like if if Rhea won the Intercontinental Championship, like like uh, China did, I wouldn't I wouldn't bat an eye. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, she'd be the new China. This generation's China. I, f- I feel like that's what she's becoming a little bit. You know, but making her own way. You know, but like definitely, I see her at, in that kind of stratosphere of like, you know, like she could if she wanted to face a guy. Face They're him. even making a point to acknowledge that, like on TV. With Rhea not really paying attention to Zoe Stark, like her challenger at Survivor Series, and you know they've done a couple of promos um, within the last week or two where Zoe's basically saying, you know, you're not you're not focusing on me and the the women's championship and Survivor Series. You're more focused on you know Dom and the Judgment Day. So even clearly WWE knows they're not like booking Rhea 
as an actual champion. Yeah. She's it's weird. She's like um <clears throat> You know when they say that the 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 person makes the title, the title doesn't make the person? I feel like she's both of those somehow. Like she hasn't made that title feel important, but also at the same time she doesn't need the title to make her important. I agree. She's already important. She's already kind of I don't, I don't want to say she's transcended the the women's title, but she kind of has. Like it's kind of secondary, you know. It's at this point, it's just a prop. It's just a, a nice shiny thing, on you know, just to make everybody look on the Judgment Day like they have gold. But in reality, it it doesn't do anything for her being the champion, you know. Right. And so it's weird that she's both. She's not making the title any more prestigious or any more important, but also the title itself is. It's not even that important for her. Like I don't feel like she needs it. So it, it's a weird. I don't know. This is a weird territory that we're in with Rhea Ripley. You know. I agree. She is the most interesting woman on the roster, but she's also, like I just said a minute ago, like she's not really a champion. Like I don't really like. I agree. She doesn't need the championship for anything that she does. Like this whole Judgment Day stuff. Like she could have. Uh, she won the title at WrestleMania, right? Yeah. And I, I, I can't really think of all the defenses she's had other than this past one at Crown Jewel because that was the most recent one that I can remember. Uh, but, I think she faced... What's her face? Zelina? Like the oh, month Zelina after? At, yeah. uh, Puerto Rico, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was... Yeah. But, uh, Still, then, now I, would, I wouldn't have remembered that unless she just brought it up just now. And I think Natalia. Mm. But that's it. I can't think of anybody else. Natalia and Zelina, and then, huh. And then, yeah, the most recent one, which was a Fatal Five Way. Um, but then, like, who hasn't she faced? Like, she hasn't faced Becky Lynch. That's probably on the horizon. I feel like that's on the horizon. That's like a Rumble match waiting to be announced. <clears throat> that's like a WrestleMania match. Yeah, that too. But, you know, we don't know what happens, what's going to happen with uh, with Jade Right around the corner, you know? I I just... I like my champions to defend their championships. I don't know. I feel like if Rhea was... I feel like Rhea's too dominant, you know? And I feel like if, if she got help, like if she cheated every once in a while to retain it, I feel like that'd be... I don't know. It, it would be... Maybe that's what's... I mean, maybe that's what it is, is that she's just too dominant that it kind of feels like... I don't know. Like it kind of feels like I don't believe anybody can beat her. Well, it also goes back to what we said last week about this, this time of year in wrestling. When if you're a champion, you're less likely to drop it until WrestleMania or at least close to WrestleMania. And like right now, I do believe Zoe Stark, out of all the women on that roster, besides like a Becky Lynch or an incoming Jade Cargill, is a pretty credible challenger in my eyes. She is. She's pretty dangerous. She's she's strong. Um, she matches up. I would say to Rhea Ripley, closer. You know, as close, uh, closer than all the other women do. So, I just feel at this point, it, like we said, I just don't think she's dropping it anytime soon. Yeah, I don't know. I think um, it'll be interesting where she is during WrestleMania season and like who that who that challenger is going to be. 
um, because it has to be somebody big or at least somebody credible, somebody that you can see possibly beating her. And right now, the only people I could think of would be maybe Becky Lynch, maybe Jade once she once she like officially debuts. And um, I don't know, I'm trying to think who else. Like if they if they brought somebody up, uh, maybe a Tiffany Stratton, maybe a. I'm trying to think who else is down there that's actually, you know, kind of. Uh, maybe what's her face? Rose? No, something Perez. Roxanne Perez. Roxanne Perez. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was gonna say Rosie Perez. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you did mention Jade. Do you think that they would throw her into that spot so quickly? I mean, they have made her a big star already without her even coming in officially yet. Yeah. Um, possibly. I feel like so. Yeah. I mean, she's only she can only be in one spot, and that's at the top. You know? Like, she feels like that big... I don't know. She just feels... She just I, I can't see her at the bottom of the card. I can't see her doing, you know, some of the more generic stuff. So I can I can definitely see her in the title picture, but but for which brand? I don't know. Possibly Raw. Um maybe Raw. I could see it more on Raw cuz I feel like Raw needs it a little bit more. You know, they don't have anybody there that's that at least that they are promoting that are actually threats to Rhea Ripley. Um, <clears throat> but, um, but yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, and SmackDown is the one, the show that has the War Games match. So, obviously, yeah. for Raw, they probably felt like uh, they didn't have enough women to even make a match. No. <laughs> nah, nah. They ain't got none. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Especially with, with Kyrie coming back. So, now there's, like, that storyline over on SmackDown. Which I guess that's interesting, but you know, um, it all falls on it. Really, all falls on uh, on um, what's her name? All right, Bailey. I was like, well, what's like? What is this bitch's name? Like, I feel like I know it. <laughs> I was about to say Becky uh, Bailey. You know, because uh, the rest of them don't speak English, or if they do, it's it's you can't understand it fully. But so I feel like a lot of that story is going to have to hinge on Bailey. Making it um, interesting, you know, as far as promo wise. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think um, I think it'll be interesting, you know. And it's funny too because um, somebody brought up Jade, and some somebody mentioned like, oh, like she hasn't. We haven't seen her in a bit. Like we haven't seen her pop up in a bit. And and someone was like, uh, like, does this mean that they're probably uh, pushing off her her debut and. Um, and Dave Meltzer <laughs> had to re- had to respond with, uh, or I think he I think he was on his show saying, "Well, um, my guess is, and, and uh, like we always say, it's always a guess with Dave Meltzer. It's not it's not news." Uh, he said, "My guess is is that uh, WWE saw her wrestle, and you know they they might have changed their minds about when to debut." And it's like, um, first of all, bullshit because. All they had to do was just watch some of her matches in AEW to know where she is as a wrestler. So it's not like it was a big like even if she wasn't that good, there's not a big surprise. So it's like 
at this point, I think he's talking out of his ass. So, uh, you know, I think right now they're trying to figure out what's the best place for Jade to debut, whether it's a normal match or, I think, the Royal Rumble, you know? That way, she's, she doesn't, if she doesn't win, she also doesn't lose. You know, it doesn't count as a loss, like a pinfall loss. And, uh, you know, you can make her look strong, you know? Have her uh, eliminate a couple people. And then just have, like, a group of women eliminate her or something. Yeah, something like that. So that'll be, it'll be interesting to see where she debuts. But I think also the Rumble. Maybe that's why it's died down. It's died down because they want to keep it like low key for now because we're probably getting closer and closer to her debut and they want it to be more of a surprise now. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So that's probably what most likely is going to happen. Um, And then uh, what else? So this is, I think, um, what, what were the numbers? Uh, I think the viewership for Collision on Friday was 230,000. And I think SmackDown was like 1.2 or 1.9. I forgot. I know. Let me see. I know somebody uh, tweeted it out, like the actual numbers. Um, let me... Let me go to my Twitter. X. Twitter. My X. Let me go to my X. Maybe she'll have something. Which one? I only got the one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Damn. I don't see it. Interesting. Mm, I don't see it. Here, let me go to... Google it. Google. Yeah, uh... Ratings for Collision versus Smack a Down. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nope, that's not it. Collision versus SmackDown rating. Hmm. I don't see it. It's not popping up on mine. Oh, wait. Here we go. Oh, wait. SmackDown drew... Fuck. SmackDown drew 2.2 million viewers. 2.22 million viewers. Sorry. Um... Okay. I'm looking for the uh, collision. I know, I know collisions was like 240,000. So not even not even close. <laughs> so not yeah, like they they ran AW. <laughs> it was it was not even close. Yeah. You know. And so it, it's like per usual. Yeah, per usual, man. And it's you know, it sucks for. Well, I wonder why they moved it to Friday. I'm guessing there was a game on Saturday or something. Well, they had full gear on Saturday. Oh, uh, yeah, that's why. Why wasn't it on Sunday? Who knows? You know, I think they're doing more Saturday shows, perhaps. Why? WWE's already doing that. I don't know. 
You know? That's probably why. Although, why would you even want to risk that? Yeah. You're already risking too much. Like, if they did a show next Saturday, same night as Survivor Series, they would have been blown out of the water. Bro, it'd be less. Yeah. It'd be less. Well, I mean, they do have a show next Saturday. It's A-W? called Collision. <laughs> yeah. Well, pay-per-view, I mean. Yeah. Still. Um yeah, but yeah, even even then, yeah, it wouldn't be that good, and uh, it wouldn't look good, you know, is what I'm saying. Um, but I, I saw some some of the matches, and for the most part, they look great. But again, uh, a lot of it, there's not a whole lot of story behind it. So, uh, you know, I really wasn't that much. I really wasn't that invested in, in any of the matches. Um, Except for maybe a little bit of the MJF one and a little bit of the Swerve Hangman one, um, but um, and like I was, you know, after the show, I, I was watching Twitter and like people are like, "Oh, AEW, this is what AEW needs to do," and I'm like, "No, I think you guys are getting the wrong idea from from the successful night. It's successful because it's a pay per view, has nothing to do with." Um, uh, the lead up to the pay per view. It's just that it's a pay per view. People wanted to go. They got tickets. That's it. And people, you know, people put on a on a, a hell of a show. But if you watch that show, so many people are gonna be injured. So many people are gonna in the next couple months. We're gonna be like we're gonna be hearing uh, certain like X X Y and Z are injured. Uh, Kota Ibushi on I think Dynamite, fucking. Almost broke his neck twice on two different occasions. I'm like, I'm like, guys, calm your shit. <laughs> you know, reel it in a little bit. You're gonna, you're gonna end up with more people on the injured list. You know, and it's not gonna, it's not gonna end up well for you. You're gonna be paying people to be sitting at home. <laughs> basically, you're wasting money at that point. And they just signed Will Osprey, and I think. Hot take, he made a mistake. I was going to say, I was going to ask you what your thoughts were on that because I, I even asked you, I was like, who do you think the signing is? And you said Will Ospreay was probably one of them. Um, and uh, I'm surprised but not surprised because, I mean, especially after his explanation was that, you know, Ring of Honor, um, New Japan has a relationship with AEW and it works out best for his family. Um, so it wasn't really that surprising, but I feel like WWE would have been a really good place for him. Um, especially just look at the talent on that roster, the, the men like WWE just like, We've kind of seen Will Ospreay in AEW from time to time, and he's been in matches with some of those guys on that roster. Um, but uh, go ahead with your thoughts. I don't know. I your, just, your, your hot <clears throat> take. You said he had a hot take. I just think he made a mistake. I feel yeah. like um, I feel like for his style, um, it's only a matter of time before he's on the injured list, um, and. A lot of, I'll say this, a lot of AEW's marketing is going to be around Will Ospreay, Kenny Omega, guys like that. But because they go so hard 
too hard sometimes, they're facing it. They're facing the possibility of injury, and it's going to make it even harder for them to advertise shows down the line. You know, say I don't know, maybe an all in, like oh, like guys, come see Will Osprey at All In, three months before All In, injured Will Osprey. And we're just going to be sitting here like, yeah, we called it. Like, <laughs> Told you so. It's only a matter of time. Um, I think with WWE, they probably would have had him pull back a little bit. But he's a pretty good talker. He's really good in the ring. He could have done he, he could have done incredible things in WWE, you know. Uh, I would have been it would have been kind of like the AJ thing when AJ first went to WWE. You know, he was on a, he was on a roll and I think given the right push and and just you know making sure that he was on the main roster i feel like he would have been kind of teetering at the top maybe like on a raw maybe like that's where i would probably see him you know facing seth for the for the world title rather than roman but but still uh, i don't know i just think i think he made a mistake i mean he even kind of teased that by t- sending out that tweet to seth rollins yeah I mean, he's still young, and I know he's signed on for at least three years, I think is what the deal was. I'm not 100% sure, but he could still make his way over to WWE at some point, maybe after this deal that he just signed uh, is yeah. over. Um, <clears throat> but I feel like somebody, I forgot who said it, but they said, WWE is interested in Will Ospreay now while he can still go. But like in two, three, four years, are they going to want a broken down Will Ospreay? Are they going to want the Will Ospreay that they wanted four years ago? And I think depending on his style of wrestling, if it changes or not in AEW, I don't know. I probably don't see him going to, a- to WWE. And if he does, it'll be a short, it'll be a very short time in WWE. You know? I don't know. I mean, they signed AJ and he was at least in his mid-30s, maybe even a little older, and he still to this day can go pretty hard. Yeah, Will Ospreay, I don't even think Will Ospreay's 30 yet. I think AJ, though, AJ, um, always, he he kind of changed his style, though. Like, he wasn't, like, people always think back and, and always think of AJ as, like, this high flyer, like, doing all these crazy moves and stuff. But, like, at the same time, he was really good in in the ring, just, like, as a technical wrestler, too. So he never relied on it all the time, but he was, you know, like you said, he could still go hard and stuff, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't as insane. Well, Osprey, on the other hand, bro, bro be killing himself <laughs> just to win a match <laughs> that's already beat it. Like, it's just, it, it's, it's kind of insane. Some of the, some of the shit he does and it's like, oh dude, like, it's like, you don't know you can go a hundred percent. You don't got to go 500%, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. To me, it's. Um, sometimes it's too much and, and if I'm complaining, it's just that my only complaint is that, uh, I want him to actually wrestle for a long time rather than him get injured or whatever, you know? So, no, I agree. I don't know. We'll see. It was my I like, match. I like wrestling matches, but like, like you said, AEW, they just need to tone it down a little bit because like I don't want to see anybody anymore get injured because I feel like that's the problem with them right now. They have a lot of people injured. Danielson, um, Adam Cole. Um, Dude, Darby's going to die in that ring. 
I can't believe he's already not. Yeah, dead. like he like. Did you see the choke slam he took from uh, Luchasaurus onto the ring apron? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I, I'm just like, dude, this guy's dead. Like he's uh, he's gonna die at a, at a dynamite or a collision or something, or he's gonna get paralyzed at one of those shows. He's an oh, he's announced that he's taking a break from AEW to go climb uh, Mount Everest. So let's hope he survives that. Yeah, let's hope. Yeah. Fingers <laughs> crossed, dude. Um, yeah, at this point, yeah, it's like th- that whole that whole roster is just one injury away, <laughs> away from the injured list, you know. And so I don't know. I think uh, they gotta reel it in a little bit, you know. They don't gotta go full WWE, but just really reel it in, you know, reel it in. Yeah, that's it. That's all. That's that's my only comment. Is reel it in. I mean, you got these like Texas Death matches, which you're already putting your super your superstars at risk for having matches like that, and it's just you're going, you're just it's a little too much, you know. Just speaking of injuries, and while we're on the subject of AEW, I thought it was like ridiculous. That Tony Khan booked MJF to get injured last night at full gear, right? Only to have Adam Cole, who's actually on crutches and in a boot, to come in and replace MJF for the main event match for the title. <laughs> that made no sense. <laughs> what the fuck? My, my mind immediately went to Steiner math. I'm like, I'm like, you're writing an injury for MJF where he can't defend his title because he's injured. But in replacement of him, you're gonna book an actually injured, <laughs> an actual injured wrestler to to go in and and defend it for him. I'm like, where's the logic here? There was a lot of comments and people expecting the finger poke of doom 2.0, and they thought Adam Cole was just gonna lay down for um, Jay White and just have Jay Jay White win the title and Adam Cole be revealed as the devil. Mm. Which I'm starting to think, if they're showing Adam Cole on TV, at least last night, it makes it's starting to make me wonder, like, is he really that injured, or is this all just part of a bigger picture? Like, I just, it's making me wonder about where they're going with this story. Maybe he is injured, maybe it's just not as bad as we are expecting, and maybe he'll be cleared sooner than we think but i don't know <clears throat> i don't i don't i don't see tony khan as the big picture kind of guy <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the devil is tony khan <laughs> you know i think um i don't know it's it's not interesting or not first of all none of what they did last night made any sense no um when it came to that you know so when i saw it on my facebook i was like well, this is dumb. Like, did Tony not think of this? Like, was he not? Like, did nobody say, hey, if we're going to take MJF out of a title match, like, storyline-wise, because he's injured, why would we replace him with someone who's actually injured? Makes no sense. If you're a wrestling fan, you're like, does does Tony Khan think I'm stupid? And they went through the whole thing of MJF stealing an ambulance. <laughs> yeah. Why? And, and I'm just like, okay, okay. Uh, my mind was just like, it hurt. My my head hurt uh, just thinking about it. I was like, 
uh, okay, so what's going to happen here? And then MJF comes in with the ambulance. And I'm like, okay. They didn't need Adam Cole for this. What they could have done is just been like, like back in the day, whenever someone couldn't make it to the ring, they would do like the whole 10 count. Like, like if you if you don't make it to the ring by like I think the ten count you forfeit the match or something like that. They could have done something where they did that, and then, um, but by the time the referee or someone hit like one or two, the the screen turns on and you see the ambulance, and and the uh, and then you hear MJS music. That's it. That's all you had to do. There was no need for Adam Cole to be like, "I'll defend it for my for my friend," <laughs> even though he's injured. It's like, what the fuck? And there was no devil who's been playing into this story for the past number of weeks. Like, there was no devil last. That's night. what I was expecting. I'm sure everybody else was expecting that at some point. You know, it just didn't make any sense whatsoever. None of it made sense. None of it. No. So I'm. Uh, this is a uh, this is like Vince McMahon level of booking. <laughs> this is this is but this is Vince McMahon in, in his seventies, not not in his prime. No. You know, this is seventies McMahon, like not the, not the year, not the decade, the age. <laughs> Maybe they're actually meeting up, and Vince McMahon's like, "Hey, you want to know the fastest way to ruin your company?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bet you Tony Khan was like, "Hey, I heard you're uh, getting kicked out of your own company." <laughs> You want in? You want to be all elite? <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. Actually, I would be shocked, but also I wouldn't kind of be shocked if, like, in a year, you see the graphic. Vince McMahon is all elite. Vince McMahon's the devil. Oh, shit. Yeah. Boom. We just booked it. Uh, but It was me, Tony. It was me all along. It's just... Uh, I don't know. It it, uh, it it made no sense, and, uh, and that's the thing. Like they had a you know they had a great show last night, but unfortunately, it's not going to carry over into Dynamite or Collision. It's they're not going to be filling up these arenas, and you know, like I'm glad they were able to do the wide shot that they have the whole arena was filled. But um, for the you know for. Co- Dynamite and Collision and Rampage, it's not going to be like that. It's just people want to go and cheer, but they, they want to go because of the story. They, they feel compelled to go because of the characters that they're watching and the stories. But if you're just going to go see a wrestling match, you might as well be going to an independent show. Right. You know? Like a lot of independent shows, they don't do this. They don't do the storyline stuff. Uh, happy to say Glory Pro does. Hey guys, check out Ascend on TV on YouTube every Thursday, six PM Central Standard Time. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that uh, uh, AEW needs to start working on stories right now, telling great stories. Because before you know it, All In is going to be here, and it's going to look pretty bad if they can't fill up that stadium. Mm-hmm. Or if, or if by like I don't know, by July, by June or July, they you know I wouldn't be shocked if we heard an announcement. Oh, All In won't be taking place at Wembley Stadium. It will be taking place at the O2 Arena or something like that. Like they change venues because they just couldn't sell enough tickets. Man, that'd be embarrassing. You know, so <clears throat> he's got to start thinking right now. He's got to start booking, you know, storyline wise, not wrestling match wise. You know. 
Um, like I'm trying to think like, like, it's like, do you remember when John Cena was booked against the great Kali? Nobody was going to those matches because of, uh, of, of both of their athleticism. <laughs> it was, it was just the storyline that they, that he had that, you know, WWE had with, with, uh, John and, and the great Kali and, or Batista and, and, and was it Batista? Oh no, the undertaker and the great Kali, mm. you know? So it's like. I don't know. People, uh, I think they just need to start booking a lot smarter than they are right now. I'll just say I'm glad we didn't buy tickets, $25 tickets to go see uh, Full Gear last night at the uh, movie theater. Yeah, I'm glad too. Um, it's a shame because a year ago we would have been going. Yeah. We went. I think the last one we went to was Revolution. Revolution. Yeah. I think the first one we went to was Full Gear, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, last year. Yeah, last year. How times have changed. (laughs) Wait, so we've only gone to two? Revolution and and Full Gear, yeah. Mm. I think so. Um, But uh, maybe Double or Nothing. Or did Nate have that one at his house? That was Nate. I guess Nate got the rest of them throughout the year. Yeah. We'll see if he gets them the rest of next year. <laughs> it hasn't so far. Um, but, but yeah. Anyways, uh, that concludes this week's episode of Wrestling with Stooges, guys. It's another short one. We try to keep them nice and short and to the point. Uh, tune in uh, this week for another episode of, Rest, of uh, Wrestling Overtime, maybe. Uh, we'll, see what, we'll see if there's anything overtime. Right. Uh, we, might, we might just have to pull something out of our ass <laughs> at the wazoo. <laughs> <laughs> out the wazoo part two part two baby uh make sure you're tuning in to uh to wrestling with stooges and wrestling overtime and uh as always guys what do we say here on the show stooges, stooges out, out.